the reason why I wanted to go to Great Falls is both my parents are sick. <laughs> I have every reason to try and move my parents in with me. Were you looking in Great Falls because you could have more space in Great Falls? Yes. But your Potomac house seems like it would have been big enough to have to move into that. My parents did not want to live in Maryland. I did this for my parents. They don't like Maryland, but they like Virginia? They don't really like Maryland. You know, my dad's a farmer. Um, Isn't it 10 minutes away? No, 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 no. My parents are from Richmond. Let's be clear. But isn't Great Falls like 10 minutes away from Potomac? It's in Virginia. And whatever they need, Andy, I'm going to do. If Virginia makes them comfortable, I'm going to keep them in Virginia. So are your parents going to live with you? I've given my parents that time to decide whether or not... They need me to take care of them. I don't know that they will, but I hope so. It's not about me. It's not about the size of my house. I want to make it like, you know, a family home. Mm. Yes, that was Karen, the Karen Huger from Housewives of Potomac. Um, defending why she left a girl's trip. Where did they go? Hawaii? I think they went on some girl's trip to some island. And... Out of nowhere, next she thing you left. know, Karen is no longer a housewife of Potomac, but she's a housewife of Great Falls. And everybody's trying to get down to the skinny of it. And what'd she say? It was because of her parents. Did she leave the trip early? I can't remember. No, she didn't leave the trip early. Oh, okay. Her husband was packing up the house while she was on the trip. And so when she got back to Potomac, or when everybody got back or to they Potomac, had moved. she was out. Yeah, they, she was out. I felt now, like that shit was fake because well, first she mm-hmm. said she was moving to VA for her parents. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, I'm going to give my parents the time to decide if they want to come so and stay So I'm just like, me. so your parents have nothing to do with this, right? Nothing. But, you know, quiet as it's kept. The streets are saying that their house that they had first, first of all, was a rent-to-own property. Mm-hmm. And they never really owned it. They were still renting. That said, add fire to fury, they had a whole bunch of tax debt, right? Like over a million dollars worth of debt. Mm-hmm. So they had to sell that property and get their shit together. Or maybe they did own it because they couldn't sell it if they didn't own it, right? So whatever. It was rent-to-own. They had a whole bunch of debt. They sold that house so they got... I was reading it yesterday or listening to it on YouTube. They got a couple mil, like one point something million for it, right? Mm-hmm. Moved to Great Falls, and that's how they're balancing their tax problems. So, living up to the Joneses, Karen, you are the grand dom of Potomac, but you got some grand dom problems. She does. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with rent to own. There's nothing wrong with it, but here's my thing. I think pride, this in the Bible, pride cometh before a fall, mm-hmm. right? So you put on like this lavish lifestyle, like, oh, I'm with the Black Bill Gates. The Black Bill Gates ain't rent to own. Right. Okay. Right. They should have kept it real. Kept it, yeah, kept it and real. If kept you it can cute. only afford, like, homegirl was living in the townhouse mm-hmm. out in Baltimore County. Yeah. If that's what your pockets are looking like, then say then so. And let like, it, be. it was so crazy to see all of this go on, though, because she was also, she re- referred to like some people who were interested in the house as like bottom feeders. And she's like, I don't want any bottom feeders. I don't want it listed. I'm just like, but, you want but girl, you got some tax debt to take care of. So you at the bottom. Feed. What you really want? <laughs> okay. You at the bottom with us, sis. Cheers to the girls weekend. <laughs> 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 we'll get to her soon. <laughs> 
Hi, lovelies. Welcome, everyone, to another week of the Hung Up Podcast. Yes. Where? You may have tried to stunt (laughs) by moving to Great Falls like a thief in the night. Or you may be moving to Great Falls because of your parents and then backtrack and say that that they can decide on their own whether or not... (laughs) They want to move in with you? Come on, backtrack. <laughs> Don't we'll backtrack. Never. Don't backpedal now. <laughs> Kenny Moore. <laughs> season, whatever season that know. was. I don't At know. At the lingerie party. <laughs> Wait, the one where Nene got like crazy, Yeah, right? and Candy was like, I will drag that bitch. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> but yeah, you may do all of that shit, but we will never, never. hang up on you. As always, guys, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I-A-M-P-R-Y-A-N. And you can find me, Eric, on Instagram and Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Find us both on Twitter and Instagram at HungUpPod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. And on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungUpPod. You guys have started to like us on Facebook and we love it. Now it's time to interact. (laughs) (laughs) And you can do that by emailing us at HungUpPod at gmail.com. And don't forget you can rate us. Yes, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts. Search us, then click over to the tab that says Rate and Review. Give us those five stars and give us a cute little comment. You may have to make a nickname, but it's just an extra step. Oh, yeah, it does. It kind of, like, lets you make a nickname. Yeah. I think we can even get rated on Facebook, too. So, as you said, people are liking the page a little bit more, and we definitely appreciate the interaction with you all. You can rate us on Facebook. You can spark up a conversation. Mm -hmm. Maybe even propose a topic. Yeah, no, that would be um, so cute. Like, yeah, yeah reach just, out to us on everything possible and tell us what you want us to talk about. We'll totally we'll talk go about after it. it. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, P. Ryan? Nothing. How are you? I'm okay. I am definitely okay. My life is okay. <laughs> I'm managing all well? things. Huh? Are you well? Yes, I am well. Okay. Not Yamla well, but more like a. <laughs> Like a Moniece from Love and Hip Hop well. You know, I have my new boobs. I have a nice, well, a wig. Not a nice wig, per se. And I'm making it. You know what I mean? I'm a brand new bitch. She does have some very basic wigs. Let me tell you, I just I just want to take a brush to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> a brush and maybe, like, something to zhuzh it up. But that this is not about Moniece. This section is about me. Not at all. But yeah, no, life is good. I'm definitely managing. Um, <clears throat> as I mentioned before, I'm not really a human until October, but I love the feeling of creating a long list and doing little things that like chop, chop, chop it down. Yeah. I will say today I had a white woman meltdown. Yeah. Um, but I was able to pick up the pieces and now, you know, I'm a brand new Beth. Yeah, so you, you know? had a white woman meltdown, but then you had a black, a black woman man. come up. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a oh, black man. Well, <laughs> well you know our black women no are strong. Shaming. So, you know, I had a black woman come up. Hallelujah. Whatever, whatever you want to be. Baby. Yeah, but in all struggles, um, God has a sense of humor. So tonight's episode is brought to you by this jug of Merlot. And <laughs> when nice. I was getting the Merlot, I was in the line. The cashier was like some random guy or whatever. And he goes, hey. And I'm like, hi. And then he's like, are you drinking all of this by yourself? Now, if I wish you guys could see the jug of wine that's here. Clearly, I'm not drinking this question. by myself. I'm not it was Lindsay a Lohan, question. right? Yeah, like, it's it not crazy. even possible. It's a mess. So I was like, no, I'm actually, you know, going to just enjoy this with someone else. He was like, so who are you hanging out with? And I was like, I'm just hanging with friends. He's like, oh, okay, I missed my chance. And I was just like, what? 
<laughs> like it was he so was awkward. With you. He was, but then I'm like beat down. Like I'm tired. I have shit to turn in. I'm like <laughs> not thinking about this at all. So when he said that, I'm just like okay. And then I like double back, and I'm like okay. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'm still cute, even though I'm struggling. There's Aaron. nothing wrong with that. Yes, that sounds nothing. like the story of a college employed young man. That's all. Yeah, a college employed. Employed by the college? No, because you're okay. You're employed. You are a student. Oh, true. I'd be forgetting I'm employed because my checks don't be. Listen, but we'll get into that too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> my checks be like, bitch, are you working? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you showed up, but. Right. Like, did you, did I don't you really fucking know. Fuck or no? <laughs> <laughs> well, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, come on and laugh Especially at your face. Especially after those good old taxes. Uh, after you, I mean, you got to pay them before listen you get paid. to me. Them so. taxes, ain't nobody's joke. You know. What about you? How was your week, boo My week was pretty cool. Um, it's been like, you know, really busy with work. And I've been playing tennis like every day of this week. Um, so being though it's Thursday night, I am... Energy depleted, but over the weekend, I had some some fun some fun stuff some some good times. Friday night, I, I went to a house party. I was invited by a friend of mine. Um, she moved to South Philly some time ago. I used to work with her at Zara many 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 moons ago, and we just kind of stayed connected over the years. Yeah. So she invited me. I went by myself. She so you gonna bring up that come. soft spot? Huh? You gonna bring up that soft spot? You working at Zara? Why is that a soft spot? Because two weeks ago, I shared with you this Philadelphia crush that I had, and you were like, oh yeah, me and him worked at Zara. Oh. He got locked up for stealing. <laughs> and I was just like, oh shit. Oh. Or he got fired for stealing. Oh. <laughs> you now I do. I was like, damn, well, he ain't my man no more. <laughs> but continue. <laughs> Wait, I'm not shit. Wait, like you ain't shit for telling me that because I really missed out on my blessing, and I'm not. You're not missed out on nothing. I told you that was years ago. Yeah, you can't judge them now. Yeah, but you still yesterday. I'm assuming you gonna steal today. And or I could have got the story wrong. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what happened. (laughs) 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 But let me just tell you how I just had such a good time. I I I had a lot of. reservation at first going by myself to this party because I knew I would not know anyone there mm-hmm. except the host who invited me but I went let me tell you I had such a good time wonderful um I went by myself but I really enjoyed getting to know complete strangers and it turned out that everyone there basically was so cool so down to earth all I was seeing was natural hair Cute. Girls and boys, everybody was just sporting Ooh. their own kind of like natural hairstyle, and yes. I was just like fitting right on in, feeling like I'm at home. I met this bomb ass lesbian couple that um, I connected with, and and I've been connected with them ever since, and mm-hmm. we plan on hanging out. Um, they were like really cool. She was actually a part of the Greek life. She's first fam, and she's Deuce Club, so we were just kind of like. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm so happy for you. So I had to show her love. Wait, she oh my goodness. Does she sing? 
She does. Is this Anessa? Yes. Oh, listen to me. <laughs> you listen to me right now. And okay. she's listening. Yes. Because when I met her, of course, like we connected immediately and I ended up in conversation telling her about the show mm-hmm. and she's been listening ever since. So I like DM'd her today uh-huh. um, and I was just like, hey girl. She, huh? It's such a small world. Well, no, she followed us all on the social medias. Again, I am P. Ryan and E. Dante Cole and um, Hung Up Pod, H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. Yeah. On the social medias. That said, I she followed all of us. I DM'd her and was just like, yo, you sing. And not only do you sing, you have an EP from 2011. And it is so good. Like, have you listened to it? I haven't yet. Last night I listened to it while I was writing I think, a report. Really? Yeah, and it's so good. So I, like, in the middle of the night, I had to be like, I, this is late, but <laughs> I just have to let you know, your music is everything. And we That's actually are planning to meet up on Tuesday nice. to do an open mic. So shout out to the Hung Up Pod, making friendships. Making yes. friendships, making connections, because um, it's definitely bigger than, hey, just listen to my show. Yeah. That's awesome. But like you said, just having that connection and building strong relationships. Yeah. Of, yeah, just strong relationships. Tonight, I believe she had a, a performance that she invited me yeah, to, but that. I told her I wasn't able to make it. Um, wow. That's so amazing. So we're yeah. all hanging and out. She's, and she's awesome. Um, yeah, she's been doing this for a while. And just her spirit, um, her aura, her vibe was so positive, so mm-hmm. just welcoming. So yeah. shout out to her. Yeah, shout and out to you, Nessa. You were low-key going to be our hung-upper hang-up at the end of the show, but yeah. we're already hung up on you, girl. We're already hung up yes. on you, because you the shit. That's why we did it early. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Oktoberfest on Saturday. Cute. Tell me what that is, because I was like texting you like, what the hell is that? I just saw a whole bunch of white people in the ad, and I was just like, girl, I'm tired. Yeah, I think it's like a German thing. Oh, okay. But Philly does it every year, mm-hmm. um, and I think they have it like... It pops up at different parts of the city. Okay. So I went to the one out in my hood, and it was actually kind of cool. It was, like, all different types of food, all different types of vendors. There were different Black-owned businesses out there. We had people who represented the health community. I saw the National Coalition of Black Women. You saw, I mean... In front of the stage, of course, people were just kind of, like, dancing and having a good time. One of the girls, um, she was a rapper. She was, like, a local artist. Mm-hmm. At the end of her performance, like, she just started going in. Fuck those niggas that wasn't down for me. Fuck all them niggas. That's real. Fuck them niggas. Do you know the crowd started booing her? Because Oh, no. The crowd, I would, if I had to guess, the crowd was at least 40% children. At least uh, 40%. Okay. Which is a lot. Mm-hmm. So they weren't here for that because, you know, the kids or whatever. PNB came out. Um, PNB Rock. PNB Rock. Oh wow! With his purse, <laughs> like literally, he had How a purse. How you doing? Um, <laughs> he had like a. It looked like an, an Adidas outfit on, and he had like a pink. Um, Is this young man Snake cute? skin purse that he was wearing over top. Um, that was the only per, uh, performance that I saw, but I heard that Sheila E and a couple other people were there. Mm. Um, but it was cool. It was cool. It was a little hot. Yeah. A little funky. But it was cool. PNB Rock is looks like somebody that you would want to like smoke with and cuddle with. He looks cute-ish, like yeah. a weird cute. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I don't. I feel like he has a lot more music out there than what we've 
more than likely yeah than what we realized mm-hmm. because even in his performance me and my my friends that i came with we were like wait this his song right <laughs> you know how sometimes you you've heard songs over and over again but you don't really um have that connection to who the artist is until way after and you're like that's such and such but uh yeah man that's that's it Cute. Two final things for the check-in. One, our hearts and our minds and our souls go out to Puerto Rico, Mexico, and all of the other places that have been affected by these natural disasters. Yeah, um, Texas, Florida, the Carolinas, yeah, everyone. It's it's definitely heartbreaking. Like I remember you even showing me like the video of the earthquakes, and I was just like, I cannot watch any more of this. I, like it's it's crazy. I was just like. It looked like a scene from a movie. Yeah. But yet it's real life it's and real people life are dying. And people off. are dying. Yeah. 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 But it was very uh, heartwarming. <laughs> Heartworm. <laughs> I was on the phone with the vet earlier today and I guess I can't. <laughs> it was very oh, heartwarming. Yeah. Heartworms are what dogs can get. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. I was on the phone with my vet earlier today and I'm getting my words mixed up. It was very heartwarming mm-hmm. to see just the strength of the yes, communities, especially yeah. in Puerto Rico, coming together, literally pulling each other out of the the, the rubble, yeah. literally. Absolutely. And, and trying to save lives. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's crazy. You know, some people are saying, oh, it's global warming. We're having this crazy weather. And Jesus is coming again. That's all I have to say. That's what it is. And then I also hear that every single time we have an eclipse, that the weather is fucked up like this. Mm. And that actually kind of makes sense to me mm-hmm. because, you know, the moon controls the weather and the moon controls the tides and the oceans and mm-hmm. everything. So let me give you a little pushback. Jesus. Well, he created the moon and the okay, tides hello. and the sun and okay. the stars. And Let's the- not forget, he controls the weather. <laughs> He controls the tides, okay? Remember, peace be still. What did the storm do? Chilled. He's coming. Just just let that sink into your spirit. These past few storms have not been still. Okay. So we we were definitely praying and and sending our condolences to everyone impacted. And big ups to everybody supporting those who have been impacted. My mind immediately goes to Mama Tina Knowles Lawson or Miss Tina Lawson, as she has on her Instagram. Um, just out here gathering provisions and goods to send to different people impacted by these disasters. I love her. Yeah. I love her so much. Um, Last but not least for the check-in, calling all gay men. If you identify as gay, bisexual, or if you are a black man, if you identify as a gay black man, a bisexual black man, or if you are just a black man who has sex with other men, please, I have a survey that is intended to help the community our community, our communities, please fill it out. You can find this link. We'll tweet it out from Hung Up Pods um, Twitter. We will tweet it from my Twitter. We will tweet it from Eric's Twitter. It will do a good service. Fill out the survey. Thanks, booze. Want to get into the topic? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... This past week, um, I went to church this past weekend, and what I'm starting to love at church is when I 
get to experience a preacher who doesn't necessarily preach like a heavy word mm. but who really like opens the word and allows us all to dissect it and to really understand what's being said and that's what happened this past saturday again i'm a seventh day adventist so this preacher it was youth day he was a guest preacher and he was just like honestly y'all I'm, i know y'all are expecting a, a, a fiery word but i'm gonna just come down he came off the pulpit and was just like we're just gonna talk and we're gonna talk about this specific topic and so he decided to teach instead of preach and I didn't really engage in that space but we have been talking for a long time about having bible study and so I'm just like I might as well bring that conversation to this space right so the sermonette if you want to call it kind of started off with exodus 20 verse 3 which basically states um it was during the time of Moses and the commandments and it's literally the first commandment I believe. Mm. Um, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And I think when a lot of us read that, it's just like, oh, that's easy. I serve one God. You know what I mean? Or I serve one God in the Trinity. But the preacher defined gods not as like statues of like clay or rock or stone that we are used to conceptualizing. He defined them as good things that we make God things. Mm. And he was just like, there are things that we work towards, that we aspire for, but yet if we don't get them, we lose a piece of ourselves, right? We lose the motivation to live. We we lose the faith that we will have a better tomorrow Mm. in comparison to our today. Mm. And I know everybody that listens to this show doesn't identify as Christian, right? But let's even take religion out of it. There are some things that we as humans pursue that don't necessarily put us in the most healthy position. Like if we don't get them, or if we do get them and something messes up down the road, we find ourselves unable to deal, right? Mm -hmm. So those things kind of become our object of obsession. They become our object of pursuit. And we wind up getting into like mess because they don't fulfill us at the end of the day. And so I just wonder like, Chasing after the wrong things. Chasing after the absolute wrong things. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering, do you have any idols? Where's Eric going? Oh, are you getting a blanket? (laughs) (laughs) My blanket is too far away. I'm getting my temple sweatshirt. Oh, go temple. Temple owls. Owls. Well, full disclosure, these thoughts are my own. I do not claim to be a priest or someone who is well-versed in the Bible or someone who is extremely spiritual. These are just, this is just how I feel. Yeah. Because I think one of the most important things is that we feel confident and fulfilled in our own relationship with God and not using other people's definition of what that should look like sure. um, to influence that. With that being said, I agree. And and like you said, this is a word no matter what your religious affiliation is or even if you have one at all. What I'm hearing from you is we lose sight of what life is truly about and what our purpose is by being distracted with things that truly do not define us, even though Mm -hmm. we think that they do. Yeah. That is why, like you said, we we feel disconnected from these things that we think define us and we fall apart 
and become destructive to ourselves and to the people around us. Listen, we are not our jobs. We are not our careers, our credit mm-hmm. scores, our bills, our boyfriends, girlfriends, spouses. We are not our cars. We are not our bank accounts. And we are not our degrees. When God says no idols besides me, to me, he's saying, because we are made in his image, he's saying, don't lose sight of who you are, the force that I made you to be. Find me because I am a part of who you are. With that being said, no, I I don't worship idols or I try not, I, I try not to. <laughs> We're human. I'm a human being. And I recognize that I am prone to error and to fall short sometimes. And I have truly been trying to make an effort to cut out all the noise that's around me so I can hear God's voice and really know what his plan is for me and what he will you know, have me do. I also think that when I lead in love and I do things out of love, I'm connecting to God versus doing things out of fear and malice. Um, you brought up like things not working out. A lot of things in my life haven't worked out. You know, and I know what that's like. And I have come to understand that that's not my call. Even my own death, it's not my call. I I, I have no say-so in this. So I need to listen to God's voice to find my answers and to shine as bright as I possibly can because I'm a work in progress, you're a work in progress, we're not perfect. And the saying goes, "A a wise man knows he knows nothing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. I like. I'm kind of having a reaction over here. Are you okay? I I'm great. Um, honestly, again, because these are just my thoughts and my how I feel. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I. One thing that really resonated with me was you saying that you are the for like be the force that I created you to be. Yeah. Despite whatever else is going on or despite the things that you need. And the reason why I started this conversation off asking, you know, do you have any idols? I think I walked into that sermon or like I sat in that sermon and immediately thought like, of course, I don't worship any idols. Mm -hmm. But as we started to kind of break things down, I feel like something that might become or that could become an idol in my life or that, you know, might be springing up as an idol is money. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm currently in school. Like, that's no secret. Like, we talk about this all the time, right? And so by no means am I, like, out here caking. But I can say at the beginning of my... I mean, I don't know. Don't do that. (laughs) Well, you mean the the cakes in the back? Well, even that's going, bitch. Where is it going? What's happening? I'm I'm infirmed. I I was at the infirmary this whole week. So No squats. My back has been... Listen, we'll even get into that. It's too much. Like, when I tell you I have been going through... I've been going through. You've been going through. But forget the butt, right? (laughs) The coins. Like, I am a student. I am not rich in any way, shape, or form. We talking about the Bible. Was I ratchet to say that? No, no. We're having Bible study. But, you know, you got to have Bible study on your level. Okay. Okay? And we we here. And he knows my heart. Eric, what did I tell you about that? (laughs) He knew I was going to say that before I said it. He does. That said... um, at the beginning of like my doctoral career, whatever, yeah. I was working a job in public health that I could balance during the daytime hours, right? This job, I wouldn't say it allowed me to cake, 
necessarily, yeah. but it afforded me the financial opportunity to just like go to school, balance school full time, but also, you know, pay my bills. A little Mad Max. A little Mad Max there. every Friday. Every Friday. <laughs> a little, you know, shopping when I wanted to, like, look cute, just be, you know, live up to, like, what I was kind of used to from undergrad or high school or whatever it may yeah. be. And honestly, to a point, even live up to what my Instagram says it should be or what the social media say I should be yeah. living up to, right? Yeah. Um, but after I transitioned out of that job and moved into another, I took a huge financial hit. And at first I was just like, you know, God has a plan because, you know, he's popping, he knows what I need, he's gonna, you know, work it out for me. And I think sometimes we get into that, right? Like our situations change and we're like, yep, God has a plan, I'm still popping, whatever, whatever. And then reality really hits. And then you see how much of a cut you really got in your check. And you see how much you're actually not able to work because of school and internship and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And you see how you have to kind of, you know, tighten your belt a little bit more. And it took me to a place where I was just like, okay, bitch, there is a way I can make some easy money. Like, shall I consider this? Or, you know, what am I going to do now that I can't go out every week or now that I can't buy the things that I want to just buy on mm. a whim or now that I do have to be conscious of how much I'm spending and I do have to set financial goals? Like, why is all of this happening? And in that point, I was just like, when I think back to the situation, or even, mm. I'm going through it right now, so when I even think to this situation currently, mm. I'm just like, is money an idol for me? Is when... Is it that like when money is not free flowing that my faith dwindles? Mm. I feel less blessed. Mm -hmm. I feel like I might not be living up to God's standards or I feel like he has forsaken me. Yeah. It, like when I think about that, I'm just like, has my focus not necessarily been living to God, but living quote unquote for God because money is involved? Right. And so, like, when you said to be the force he created you to be, despite, like, all that's going around you, like, it kind of, I don't know, it reminded me that I have a purpose despite however much funds I make. Yeah. Right? Right. Or, like, despite what my Bank of America is looking like right now. That's real. And it, it, I don't know, it just, it hit me. That's real I'm because sorry. I feel like someone who was homeless and has nothing still has a purpose. Yeah. You know, like God didn't create that individual for nothing. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you brought up the whole money thing because I feel like that's the devil right there. That's the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> because, and I, and I hope as I'm saying this, it makes sense. Money makes the world go round. Really We've does. heard this a million times. If you do not have money, your quality of life can be very different and, 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 and very hard. <laughs> if you don't have money, you can't do shit. And on nothing all is fronts, free. because it's not just <clears throat> being able to buy things, but you think of the climate we're living in and you think about things like insurance, whether it be health, car, yeah. this, that, and the other. Like You got to pay for stuff that you're not even using. Yeah. You're just, you have it there just in case something happens. Mm -hmm. Um. But, yeah, money makes the world go around, and we're not supposed to become too attached to it. That's why I was saying it's like 
the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden because it's there, but don't get too attached to it. Yeah. Don't let it don't let it run your world and mm-hmm. and and dictate who you are. Just because it's there doesn't mean that it's good for us. The forbidden fruit, the tree in the garden, I feel like was a microcosm to what we deal with on a large larger scale. It was really setting the tone for what was to come in this world. Mm-hmm. All these temptations that we have to deal with and encounter on a daily basis, all these decisions that we have to make and decide whether or not to involve ourselves in different things. We know that for every action, there's a reaction. And I feel, and, and I told you, I've been on this spiritual journey. I started reading the Bible from yeah. Genesis and I'm moving forward. And I feel like that was one of the first lessons humanity ever learned for every action that there is a reaction. And that's what Adam and Eve discovered once they ate the fruit, um, which they were forbidden to do, that completely changed the world. It changed them. Um, And I I feel like money is that devil. It is. Because it can... Or not even money itself, because it's just an object, but kind of like the love of it. The worship of it. Yeah. 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 And I think, too, it's easy... You know, on the flip side, right? I'm not necessarily playing devil's advocate, but because I'm just going to put myself out there, I am experiencing this in this moment. Like, it's easy to say, don't get too attached to it, right? When you got it. But we don't understand how attached, when when the money is available in excess or when it's even available to make our lives comfortable, we don't realize how attached we are to it until it goes away. And like, when I was in church this past weekend, the pastor was saying, our hearts at the core, like, you know, that scripture, we are, you know, born in sin, shaped in iniquity. He was saying our hearts at the base of everything are idol making machines, whether or not we admit it. Right. Yeah. And to me, I took that in as not we wake up in the morning and we're just like, OK, what am I going to serve other than God today? But we took I took it as we unconsciously attach ourselves to things and define ourselves by certain things that are not necessarily God, right? Yeah. And until we get that moment where it shows us like, oh, I've been making this thing an idol, we don't know that we are serving two beings in one space. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, in a way, that's kind of scary. Like that kind of freaks me out. But on a flip side, I really just am grateful for God's grace because... (laughs) No, it is kind of like a freak out moment because you don't even realize the depth of what you are involving yourself in Mm -hmm. at that time, right? Or at any time, yeah. Or any time. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, this is something that I wanted to just like add on and talk to you about. Um, And it's kind of been on my heart for a really long time. This whole conversation actually has been on my heart for a minute. But there was... On the Remedy podcast, right? Our yeah. sisters, our podcast sisters, Nakara, Antoinette, up, Tony, and Taylor, right? They come back. Antoinette soon, is right? Tony. They are coming back Monday, September 25th, and guess who will be listening? Me. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. But on one of the episodes, Taylor um, is formerly a part of Greek life. She denounced her letters. And she had talked about her journey with Greek life and in a way, she presented, she she basically shared that the reason she 
took over, she went away from Greek life was because she felt that it was hindering her relationship with God or like not allowing her to really get into the relationship that she needed. And I thought that was so interesting. And we actually had a one-on-one conversation about this when I was on their show one time. And I mean, I talked to her. I thought it was a cool conversation. Um, it, I thought about it a little bit, but like, it was just, it always stayed in the back of my mind ever since that interaction. Mm-hmm. And from the time I knew what Greek life was, I always heard messages like, okay, Greek life is idolatry. Or I heard ex-Greek people say, like, I gave up my letters because I felt like my organization was becoming a god for me. Or it impacted their their religion. Yeah. Or their spirituality. And if we keep it all the way funky and fresh, a lot of the hymns in these organizations are hymn, are like kind of remixes of hymns that we hear in church, right? And like a lot of the yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder, like, what you think about that. Like, is it easy to fall? Like, we, we just talked about, like, having gods and not really realizing that we're serving this deity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or we're making this thing a deity. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I respect that because I feel like, depending on where you're at in life, that could have been a distraction. And to have the the balls to say I'm going to walk away from this something Mm -hmm. that I worked so hard for yes because there's something more important to me there's something greater than me that I want to focus on I really admire that I don't think that that's going to work for everybody because I again I just feel like it depends on where you are in life if Greek life is a distraction and you actually take the step to remove that distraction so that Mm -hmm. way you can self-care and be a better person I mean how many people don't even do that I mean, how many of us continue to walk blindly, you know, throughout the world and not, I, I really respect that. Um, my, my issues with Greek life are a little different. Um, my issues with Greek life have always been about not necessarily what's there, but what's not there. Hmm. So I, again, I just think that it really depends on where you're at, but yeah. I, I really, I respect that. I don't know. I just wanted to dissect it a little bit further because a lot of the points that Taylor brought up and like I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, homegirl has a point. You know what I mean? Like and a lot of times when you talk to people who are both Greek and are both religious, they're like, well, it can't really be a God because the organization was built on Christian values. Right. All of the organizations say that. And by people, not gods. Yeah. Right. Sure. But. Let's not forget the church is the number one thing built on Christian values, Mm -hmm. but that hasn't stopped idolatry idolatry from seeping into its walls, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm not sitting on this pedestal now saying that Greek life is horrible, Greek life is idolatry because I'm Greek. Like, you know what I mean? That said, I like to look at things kind of with a whole perspective and to, you know, give credit in an argument where credit is definitely due. And... I think Greek life can become a god if you allow it to be so, or if you are not vigilant in the way you maneuver it. And I will say that. I I think I look at so many Greeks ever since I crossed and even beforehand, and I think there's a true difference between having love and respect for your organization or an organization that you are a part of and worshiping that org, making it a part of your full identity. Those are two very different things, right? Yet, we see so many people place their full identity and their full being into 
or behind that organization? Like how many times do we see people basing their lifehood decisions on how it will reflect on my org or like, you know, how much props I will get from my org or how, you know, how much honor I will give to my organization? Yeah. The glory and the honor the last time I checked goes to my Lord and Savior. You know what I mean? And it's easy to be like, no, I separate the two. I'm a Christian first. I'm an or this. But there are so many times that we blur the line. And even in this situation, I think about my own journey. Ever since I crossed, there have been times where I have to like pull away from my, like pull away to myself and figure things out and get myself in order. Because you even mentioned you work so hard for this. You work so hard for these letters. Nobody knows what you've gone through, but. At the end of the day, you know you worked your yeah. ass off to get to where you are now. Yeah. I think once you cross that threshold and once you cross over into your organization, you feel like you can do anything. You think you feel like anything is afforded to you. Yeah. In a way, you make yourself a god and you make the organization a god mm. through yourself. If I'm making any yeah, sense, you know what does, I mean? It does make sense, especially when you come to that realization once you... Yeah. Become Greek. Yeah. Right. What stopped you from coming to that if you were never Greek? Right. Or before you express interest to an organization? I will even speak to my experience. Like when I crossed, like I honestly felt that I was big and bad enough to do anything I was big and bad enough to do. And I can understand that, especially when, you know, it's a very rigorous, very challenging, very expensive Mm -hmm. (laughs) process to, you know, you know, enter Greek life. Um, I think that that's, uh, you know, that could be normal, but I think we all, how we, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say pacify these things, but maybe that's not what I'm looking for because I really, I feel like also these experiences depend on how you come into the Mm -hmm. organization. So many men and women come in not knowing who they are. And looking for identity. Yeah. And then they cross, they become Greek, and now that is their identity. Yeah. Like yeah, you were yeah. saying, you know, and, and they have now made this into an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's not cool. It's not, but I don't just want to put it on those people because I can say, and it's going to get to, I've already shared, you're my ADP, right? Mm-hmm. So, you already know that I came into this jam knowing who Patrick Ryan Grant was, right? Mm-hmm. But I can still say after crossing, there was a moment, like I can say a span of weeks to maybe even a month or two months where I was just like, I literally can do anything because I am X, Y, Z. Right. So you know imagine, what I mean? Right. Imagine that person. Who so imagine that person who doesn't know themselves. Right. Imagine how they feel. And honestly, after. I had to check myself in that moment because I'm just like, bitch, couldn't you do anything because of Christ who strengthens you? Yeah. Like, what is like, where is that disconnect? You know what I mean? Like, and, what was going on there? And who's to say that it's not possible that God kind of led you? to the fraternity to teach me things about myself to teach you things about yourself you or to just you know take you to that next level because nothing is a coincidence mm-hmm. i believe you know we 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 do things um and things happen to us because they are designed that way mm-hmm. um so we are brought to these organizations and if and when we leave them it's all purpose behind all of that yeah and i'm just going back to what i was saying before it really depends on where you are in life yeah. 
um, like with Taylor, you know, her making that decision to to leave the Greek life and, and why I was saying I respected that so much. If that's where you are in life and you can actually acknowledge it mm-hmm. and take these steps and execute to make a change, a positive change and change a, a, a maybe a bad pattern or to just get in a, you know, a better space with God. Yeah. I, I respect that, whether that's you leaving a Greek life, whether that's you leaving one job and going to something different, leaving that whether partner, that's you whatever leaving a relationship. Say yeah. So. Yeah. And honestly, like, from that conversation on, I've just seen so much growth in her, and I will allow her and the rest of the girls to share their stories on their show. But, like, I don't know. They are a testament to what God can do if you allow him to move. Yeah. You know what I mean? In any which way facet. So we moved from pinpointing things that are idols. But let's talk about when we go from outside in the world to inside in the church, right? Mm-hmm. Because another verse brought up in the sermon was Philippians chapter 3. And specifically, it was Philippians chapter 3, verse 5. But I low-key had to read like kind of half the chapter to get some context. And Paul was basically talking about in that um, chapter how we sometimes as religious people Mm. will dress up in things of the flesh, traditional things of like the religious flesh, and say that we are serving Mm, God. But honestly, we are idolizing (laughs) tradition and religious norms, not necessarily serving God with our whole heart. So, for example, he mentioned like getting circumcised on the eighth day. That is something people engaged in to show like I am a true Jew or I am a true believer in God. But you're not doing that for God. You're doing that for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. how many times do we? Oh, child, I got my paycheck, but I gave my 10 percent because I, I, you know, I pay tithes, even though you return tithes because you can't pay God what's already his. That said, <laughs> that said, you know, I give my tithe back. I give a little extra in the well, offering. Gotta, and it's just like you know? the whole thing is like you got to say it. Yeah. You have to tell somebody I what you did. I got my prayer cloth. Yeah. I sit at the front row. Keeping up or, you know, I, I'm a deacon. Like, you, fall, we fall into so many traditions. I'm mm-hmm. a praise team leader yeah. from this side, you know? Yeah. We have so many traditions and so many positions, and we, we think that is what's going to save us if we believe in salvation, right? Yeah. But we're not doing this to glorify and honor God. Right. We have made these traditions idols. Mm-hmm. I agree. What do you think about that? I do. I feel that we do make traditions, our actions, idols. Unfortunately, I, you know, I feel like it takes away, um, it takes being responsible away and, and, and replace of that makes keeping up appearances and managing what other people think and feel about you more important than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. We end up putting more energy and work into managing traditions, AKA appearances, versus actualizing and reassessing these traditions that we have mimicked <laughs> and, and passed on for years to, to determine if these traditions still work mm-hmm. or if we've fallen off, you know, off track or if we've lost sight of God. I feel that many of our traditions are important and speak to who we are as a people. For example, you know, we could put more emphasis on Juneteenth and less on St. Patrick's Day and Columbus Day. Some, some people probably, I'm sure there's people out there who party and turn up on St. Patty's Day and don't even know what Juneteenth is. Why celebrate something that means nothing to, or, to us 
or we don't know what it means. That's a false idol too, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying earlier, blindly going going about in the world without mm-hmm. attaching purpose and love to everything that we are doing, which is a search for God, in my opinion. Yeah. When, and when you say blindly like going about, I also think about people in the church house who will follow all of these traditions and rituals, but at the basis, the biggest commandment is to to love love god love your neighbor as yourself keep his commandments come on love so how many times do we see people abiding by these traditions but literally showcase no love of christ none <laughs> we like, like who are we really glorifying who are we really serving who are we really worshiping and why not just stay home sis right if you're gonna be if we really not gonna do the work and get down to the nitty-gritty I feel like we've always had people like this in our families, in the churches and communities. Mm-hmm. They just mean. And I just... That's true. It is what it is, I guess. Maybe their interpretation of what God's love is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we do know is that many churches from the beginning of time have believed in a very strict doctrine of religion and focus heavily on discipline. And I think that that can manifest itself in many different ways. But I hate to say it is what it is because I think as you care about your own salvation and your own walk you care about the walk of others yeah and so it's not necessarily to point fingers and be like well you are abiding by traditions only and that is your god not actually god but it's it's noticing the trend that you've seen from generation to generation and choosing to be the difference here we go again hashtag evolved thought no, no, it's not. It could be involved action too, right? No, I think that that is ideally where we would want to be. Yeah. But unfortunately, folks ain't like that. But if you take the responsibility and try to be that change, who knows how it'll change somebody else? Well, that's it. I mean, we can only be responsible for ourselves, yeah. right? And, yeah. you know, Michael Jackson said it best. You know, it starts with the man in the mirror. I am in the man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you know the choir in the back? Yeah. <laughs> Change. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's switch out to the churchy vein. I know this is Bible study, but we're going to take it to the world a little bit. <laughs> so I mentioned earlier that, you know, when I was, or when now that I am, I guess, like struggling with, you know, the balance of work and school and blah, 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 and how it's impacted my finances. Like, a part of it was kind of a struggle to keep up appearances. Like, you look at my gram, you don't see any pictures from me back in the day. You see a lot of these, like, on point, professionally done with my little Nikon or my Canon or whatever camera I have. Those Africa pictures were awesome. Okay, get into the head wrap. I am Khaleesi <laughs> of Low Funds, and here I am. I spoke that into existence. Shame on me. <laughs> but, um, I mentioned that it was a part to keep up appearances and to kind of like live up to what I've already started the trend of presenting, not just like for myself, but like to others. Um, And the reason I just come back to this is because I think a lot of us make idols out of or worship the keeping up of appearances. We want to look good for like everybody around us, but we... But we don't really balance these good looks with like the actual transparent struggles that we're going through. Yeah. You know, we talk about the good career. We talk about like, you know, the good accomplishment we made over here. But we don't talk about the journey it actually took to get there. Yeah. And I think that's where things get dangerous because we kind of communicate that our lives are these fabulous things. Yeah. And there wasn't like a process to get there. 
And because of that, I think we sometimes influence people by these things, that, these messages that we communicate to kind of sell themselves out. I was going to say, yeah. To get to those places. Creating these false expectations. Yeah. And, and, and making it look like, oh, it's one way when really that's not real life. And I, and I think we can all find ourselves in this place. We can and we have. Mm-hmm. I know I certainly have. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to look good and feel good. It's not always dangerous, but I think it can become dangerous when we say, okay, I want to look good, but you're not being honest with yourself about what you need to do and what steps you need to take to look good, be healthy, to feel good. Mm-hmm. Being healthy isn't being a toothpick. You can be a thick girl and, and be healthy. You know what I mean? You don't have to look at all these Instagram models and think, I have to look like that in order to be popping or to be cute or to feel good about myself. Feeling good about yourself just means connecting with yourself, spending time with yourself, loving yourself, which, going back to my other comment, is really a search and a journey to God because he made us in his image. He's just waiting for us to realize I've always been here. Mm-hmm. You've always been excellent. I'm just waiting for you to realize it and to wake up and stop being distracted by all these you know, things that are going on yeah. in the world. I'm not going to touch on that anymore because I'll start crying. There you go. <laughs> yes, Eric. Just a final word. So at the end of the sermon, the pastor gave some recommendations on how to overcome the idols or the things you, the things you think might be becoming idols in your life. And he honestly just said, unmask them. Don't look at them, have your spirit tell you, oh, this may be something you want to watch out for and pretend they're not there. And that's something that I had to do, like pinpoint it and be like, yes, this thing might be becoming an idol for me. This other thing might be taking me out of my relationship. You got to acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. And then somehow the spirit will lead you to figure out how to destroy these idols and then he left off this word which i thought was so powerful the things we aspire towards are not inherently bad but they are not our end result when we fail them they will never forgive us and when we get them they will never satisfy us Mm -hmm. and that's why we need to be careful Mm -hmm. and again i just want to thank god for his grace and giving us the ability to not only uncover our idols that we may destroy them but like also to just recognize that we are on this journey and sometimes we attach ourselves to things unknowingly and that we always need to be vigilant. Vigilant! Y'all, get into my vocabulary. Vigilant. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say, as a final word, I I really appreciate him speaking with you all and talking to you instead of speaking at you. Oh, absolutely. Or talking at you. Yeah. That's the type of ministry I need. Let me find a church like that. And low-key, like, although we have these opinions, y'all could totally disagree. And if you do, tweet us at HungUpPod <laughs> or email us at HungUpPod at gmail.com because this is a conversation. So many things that we've touched on, Eric, I, I believe are beautiful conversations yeah. that need to be continued. Yeah. And if you have an opinion, why not share it? We don't have to be on one page because that's how we bring understanding and that's how we all gain insight into our own lives yeah so hit us up at hung up pod at twitter mm-hmm. hung up pod at gmail.com we would love to hear from you absolutely all right let's get into the uh 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 uh
Shout out to Missy, hip hop honors. Hung pop, hung pop, hung pop, hung pop. Is it worth it? Let me it. I put my down, flip it around. It is. If you got a big, let me. Yeah, I found out how hot I got up. Yeah, it's. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting another, here looking at you like. Another segment of the hung. <laughs> Pop. Okay. I was too. I'm too tired to join you in, in the hung pop. Wake up. So I let you. Wake up, Paula. Uh, wake up. Can you hear me Can in there? Can you hear me in there? <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that Brother Bud passed. Passed <laughs> this morning. While reading one of my letters. Yo, Loki. I was Imagine looking at that. clips from it last night. <laughs> I could have been married to the rich slope of Teddy Wayne. I could have been dumb and stupid. But look at but me. But look at me. I'm look at poor. Me. And broke in a trailer. trailer. What, what happened, happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> this is your weekly reminder to definitely watch Kingdom Come. Jada Pinkett Smith, Loretta Divine, LL Cool J, fine ass LL Cool J. Still fine if you see pictures of him. And shout out to Tony Braxton because she's in it, but we're not going to give her shade. Oh, like, yeah, she was just like, week. you remember when I was Candy Cam Queen? Right. <laughs> she was chewing the gum. She's like, Lucille, what did I say? <laughs> Tony like, is everything. You know, we didn't. Okay, can we also clear up? I did not shade Tony last week because I love me some Tony Braxton. No, you always did. have, you did. always you will. Did. Okay, I'm just saying. We just had a very messy moment. A messy moment. Tony, <laughs> I appreciate you, Tony. Okay, I don't do messy. Never. No. You said you don't do. Messy. I don't do messy. I'm Whitney. I was like, be my Whitney. But I honestly don't. I'm not shading Tony. I love Tony. But let's get into the hung pop. So Jay-Z and Kanye reportedly plan to meet face-to-face to sell their differences. And this makes me so happy. So I'm guessing Kanye's well. I mean... Kim looks great. I haven't heard from Kanye at all. I feel like Has Kanye's he gone about away to drop a and dope care album. Of himself? Has he, did he take himself out of the Kardashian home and, and go away to re- rehabilitate? So and I'm not about to put Kanye's state on the Kardashians because you know he was no more good ever since his mom passed. But I will say, I think Kanye's been laying low because he's about to drop a fire album, and I'm literally getting anxiety over it because I love Kanye so much. Oh, wow. Well, like, know, I can't. You know the music is going to be right. It's going to be amazing. You know the music and, you know, right. I don't know. His protégés are out here. Tiana Taylor, Ty Dolla Sign, Vic Mensa, they're doing their thing. So it's just like, are they about to be on this album? Ooh, Kanye, don't make me cry. But yeah, sources close to Yeezy and Hova with direct knowledge of the situation tell us their lawyers have been trying to settle a $3.5 million dispute Kanye has with Tidal. As we reported, this is coming from Love B. Scott, Kanye had fired off a letter to Tidal stating his contract with them was over because Tidal didn't live up to their end of the bargain. Specifically, Kanye says he didn't get advances and bonuses that totaled to $3.5 million. We're told Kanye and Jay have not agreed to settle, and the reason became apparent to everyone. The impasse had nothing to do with their business dispute. 3.5 million is peanuts to both of them. They couldn't settle because they each harbor animosity towards each other. Jay was enraged when Kanye attacked Beyonce and Blue Ivy at his concert last October. Y'all remember that? It was on TMZ. Kanye felt Jay should have cut him a break because that was the time he was melting down and just a few weeks after the concert, he was placed on an involuntary psychiatric hold. 
Mm-hmm. As one source put it, Kanye and Jay have met face to face. When that happens, or Kanye and Jay have to meet face to face. When that happens, the resolving the money dispute is a piece of cake. So we hope they. I'm all about reconciliation. I hope they they get it together. And they have a long relationship and a lot of history together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it would be nice to see them kind of come together. And but Kanye can't be going out here on these rants. Okay. Like talking about Blue and Beyonce. Like they're not about that. Mm -mm. They're not about that life. And you know, Jay Z will roll up. Okay. So he like and post up. Okay. But speaking of reunions, Escape. They are preparing for a newly announced tour, and they are also having a spinoff on broad on not broad, Broadway Bravo called Still Kicking It. And apparently, they're like doing like group therapy, and Candy's out here like screaming at the sisters Latasha and Tamika, mm. and there's a whole bunch of shit going down. So I'm excited for I'll it. I'll be watching. Okay. Speaking of Miss Candy Burris, you know what time it is. Housewives of Atlanta season 10. Nene Leakes and Kim Zolciak are back. And did I say her name right? Kim Zolciak? Yeah. Zolciak, yeah. Yeah. Whatever her name is. Because she's not even the star of the show. Miss Nene with this top bun, blonde, is out here taking names and taking numbers. She comes for Portia in the trailer. What did you think about the trailer? I'm stressed. Wait, we watched... We watched Mary. Okay, so together we watched Mary to Medicine's trailer. But you said you saw the Housewives of Atlanta trailer, did you not? I feel like that's when Candy was just like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't con her out of Chateau Chiray," which had me cackling. Candy is so funny. Yeah. So, bitch, what you felt about it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what you mean? (laughs) I mean, Eric is tired. Everyone, I'm so sick. It was this tennis game. I told you, I've been playing this game with this guy for... It'll, this is the second day. Was it the white guy? No. This is this is Asian Tennis Bay, who's gorgeous. I And I actually worked up in the nerve today to ask him, Motherfucker, what are you mixed with? You know what this motherfucker said? He is Asian, French, and white. And he has, like, green, blue eyes. Fun. So, anyway, this game has been going on and on, and I'm... I'm sorry, I'm I'm just tired. But no, I I'm I'm really looking forward to Married to Medicine. I told you that before we started recording. Well, but I'll certainly be tuning in to Housewives, of course. Yeah. yeah. And Nene's back. I mean, we do this every season though, right? Where they say she's not coming and then she comes. No, no, no. She didn't come last season, really. Did she come the season before? For like two episodes. But they said, she, okay. But she's going to be here as a recurring, a regular. She's going to be giving us those commentaries. She's going to be giving us the gifts. Right, the I was faces, about to say, we'll have more the, memes She already and gave gifts. us that crazy hairdo. That top bun looks a hot ass mess, but I live <laughs> because it was Nene. Oh, that's the one you sent me earlier. <laughs> yes, how I was feeling today. <laughs> Nene leaked slumped in that like elevator. This. And then Kim's um, shady ass is like, Nene was on something. She was acting kind of weird, wasn't she? Kim, mind your business. That's Kim, why Kenya's going to come for you. Or something. Look Did at you your see lips. when Kim and, K- and Kenya went for blows in that trailer? No, I don't. All know. I have to say is I'm ready. I'm sorry. Like, that's all I have to say. Trash. As you mentioned, more trash TV. Married to Medicine. We'll be tuned in. <laughs> it's not trash, it's treasure. That's treasure TV, okay? Yeah, Married to Medicine. We will also be in the number. Yeah. Yes. Eric, wake up! I'm so sorry. Eric, I'm crying. <laughs> I just can't wait to ladies burdens down in this bed. Listen, ladies burdens <laughs> down in this podcast, bitch. We taping. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why are you putting me out there like that? <laughs> Eric, I'm just so, like, you look so sleepy. I'm, I'm so bad. I feel so bad that, like, <clears throat> I'm even making you tape. Let me get this together. The hip hop honors were a thing. We can just gloss over it. Did you we watch can. it? I, I did. And I just wanted to shout out Regina Hall. Yes. Love her. I'm telling you, though, I cannot get Brenda Meeks out of my head. Whenever I see Regina, whenever I hear her speaking, especially like a laugh, I always think about Scary Movie with yeah. Brenda, which was an iconic character. With the popcorn. In the yes. <laughs> yes. And when she fought the dead girl, like uh, coming she out of the ring. Ass. She beat her ass. She really did. I really love Regina she was, she was like, what was the white girl's name? Um, I can't remember her name, but she was like, Molly, there's a white girl coming out the TV. <laughs> and then they weren't coming because they were in the kitchen. Wait, didn't she try to leave her, her name when they were in that like, scary house? Else. She was like, okay, girl, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I love Regina Hall. She was, she was a gem on all of the scary movie franchises. As much as I'm a fan of her, I really wasn't feeling her as a host. I heard she was kind of lame. I didn't watch it. She, it, it, it just seemed a little, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if she was high. She could have been high. I don't know. You know, these things going on Or maybe on the backstage. teleprompter wasn't working. Not everybody got to be high. Regina! <laughs> Regina! <laughs> Regina! Miss <laughs> Hall! <laughs> Missy opened the show. I thought she looked amazing. Yeah, she was all up in that Illuminati outfit. She did yeah, that. Yeah, with mm. that all black. That was hot. Yeah. Ty Dolla Sign performed with Warren G. Let me tell you something about Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, can we talk about him for just a second? Absolutely. Just a second. Okay. So, <laughs> I did not know. I didn't realize what who, who what was, or who Ty who? Dolla Sign was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was just like, or you what know, he was capable. Everybody of. talks about Ty Dolla Sign. Let me just go on his Instagram. When I tell you a river flew out of my loins. Oh my god. Ty Dolla Sign <laughs> is fine as shit. With them dreads and that, ooh, Mr. Dollar Sign, was okay? It, was it like a um, he, ferocious river, like listen. the Mississippi River? Was it angry? Was it aggressive? Was it, or was it one of those calm rivers? Like, like You know, I was going to quote Pocahontas, but I don't think like she ever sings kill. anything about a river. But have you ever heard the, the wolf cry kill? to the blue horn moon? What? Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue horn moon? Yeah, Pocahontas. Okay. Or whether we are white or copper skin. Can you sing with all the voices of the mountain? Can you paint with all the colors of wind? He yeah. painted all of the colors of my wind. All right. Okay? Nah, he, Ty Dolla Sign He is, is so fine. He, I gotta look I, him up I, on Instagram now. I didn't realize how much swag he had. He's sexy. He's very sexy. And I just, I really did like the Warren G and Ty Dolla Sign performance because. I have to watch it. I felt like, okay, this is old school with the new school. And we're kind of like paying respect to the old school. It would have been nice to see a little bit more of that throughout the show. Because they, they did a lot of honoring of black artists um, from the 90s who were not there. And I felt like, why not invite those people? They were tweeting, though. T-Boss yes, and Lily from SWV. So I'm just like, oh, so y'all weren't booked? And they could have been there. to, And I'm sure they would have wanted to be there to make up for their losses and the L's they took this year. But Tiana Taylor came out as well. Um, I thought her performance was a little dry, to be honest with you. She had like a broken foot and she came I out heard. and she danced. She danced. She did. But I was just not. Uh, Tiana, when are we going to get back to this music? 
I really feel like ever since you released that video with Kanye, we're not back in the studio. But we want the music because that seven EP was everything. Yes. You hear me? I just want I just want some new material from her. Yeah. <laughs> that, Come on, that, Tiana. That album was cool. And I'm sorry um, to distract, but Ty Dolla Sign is so fine. I'm looking at his Instagram okay. right now. We're, we're going back. Can we okay. make him a man crush mon- a man crust a man crush Monday? Did he crust? Can, no, can we make him a man crush Monday? <laughs> like he is just so fine. He is. We just gotta make sure he ain't out here saying no homophobic shit. I mean he can Because you know how these artists be. But I mean a lot of niggas say homophobic shit and they have like the, the Migos best and I dick. can't stop. Quavo, okay. I can't stop. Quavo makes I, my bussy quaver. I just I he can't. He makes my stop. bussy quavo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. I'm trying to be famous. Listen, Eric, if I eat, we all gonna eat in every which way. You hear it. me? I'm I'm here for it. But uh, wrap this pop, hung pop up. I just want to say that Mar- uh, the tribute that they did to Martin Lawrence, I thought that was pretty cool. I heard Tashina Arnold did it. She did it, and they came. He's distracting me with. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Let they me just did. See, come here. Do you see this body? Like literally, if I just had one meeting with Ty Dolla Sign, why are we just finding out that he would he wear is me out, fine. and I would wear him out? I just never knew. I did not know. I never knew. I did not. Okay? Oh, shit. I'm up. I did not. I did not. I'm about to finish the job. (laughs) Don't do that to my phone. phone. I'm going to get the new phone because it's too much. I did not. I did not know. Okay? (laughs) Ty um, dollar sign. Yes. Sorry. uh, Tashina Arnold came out and uh, did the Martin Lawrence tribute. And I thought it was cool because they brought out all the different Martins. Did um, they bring out Gina? The only one they didn't bring out was Shanene. And I'm like, how are you not going to oh, bring no. out the Shanene version of Martin? Because that was the most popular. Like, that's... <sighs> they didn't bring out Shanene. How sway? But Martin seemed a little choked up during his acceptance speech. So shout out to him yes. and everything that he's done because we do, we, we love Martin. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's I mean, that's one for the culture. Yes. For it. Shout out to Kelly Rowland and Monica looking great. Yeah, they did look great. And they were jamming. Yes. And, and shout out to Brandy, who's still bloated. <laughs> Eric, are you still with us? <laughs> Amen. <sighs> Amen. She's still blowing. Meanwhile, weren't there like more pictures posted of her on social media where she looks more pregnant than what she did Listen, before? Unless she got on prosthetics, she's not gonna fool me today, okay? You know, Brandy, 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 Brandy. I just want to let you know, as we had the <laughs> Bible study today, you know, liars have a place at the lake of fire. <laughs> okay. And not only did you lie, but you got an attitude with us. Right. And you got us a to baby with a gospel artist. <laughs> you just all types of fucked up. <laughs> but yet she's carrying the torch. What are you talking about? Oh, Whitney. <laughs> what are you talking about? The torch. Let me tell you, y'all gonna comfort me because I'm. Remember how she was just like Whitney gave her the torch. Oh. The torch was some drugs because Brandy is acting up. <laughs> <laughs> am I right or am I wrong? I mean, she was looking a little suspect in that last picture. Bruh, that I she saw. is pregnant. Like, why not just like you are too old to be saying? And if you are not pregnant, then you have to go to the doctor. Says because you're going through something. Yeah. To be blonde, like she might. If she has a thyroid issue, then I am sorry for all that I'm saying. But if you really are just pregnant with a gospel man's baby who has a wife, that's on you, sis, but you just got to own that. Make another um, 
Have you ever? Yeah, and stop coming out in public with stuff that accentuates your belly. Yeah, because like, while you, you look acting pregnant. the plum fool, Monica's out here with Kelly Rowland looking amazing. Yeah, Monica's just mm-hmm. she and unbothered. You see, she ain't tweet nothing about Brandy. Anyway, get into the music. Look how that segued into the music. No music this week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, that is the music. Maybe I should have told you that before music. we started taping. <laughs> Yeah. That is the hung music. Okay. Other than Sabrina, I've been listening to her, but I, I brought her up um, for uh, one of our music segments several episodes ago. Sabrina Claudio. Look, I'm always, oh, yes. mess- I feel like I'm messing her name up. As y'all know, I do. Y'all know. I will fuck somebody's name up. But I, that's really what I've been listening to. Oh, and also, um, Music Soul Child dropped a new album. Yes, he and did. And I've been listening to that. And it's Fuego. actually. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Mm-hmm. There we go with some hung music. Shout out to you with the hung music. <laughs> Don't forget, you can find me on Spotify. Yes. Check out my playlist, everyone. It's cute. It's I cute. enjoy it. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I do what I can. That's a Mariah Carey line. Yes. It is what it is. Another Mariah Carey line is, "You'll always be a part of me. I'm a part of you indefinitely." Why don't you know you can't escape me? Ooh, darling, because you'll always be my baby. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll live real long. You better sing. Eric is coming out with his debut. As I said, it's coming. Love is hip-hop Philly. And boy, don't you know you can't escape me. Ooh, darling, because you'll always be my baby. And that video was awesome. Here we go. <laughs> you know Here how we go. You <laughs> see, but see, this is how we got in trouble last week. <laughs> so I'm not gonna go there with you this week. Love you, Tony. Really <laughs> Tony. <did>. Tony. <laughs> I speak your name. I love Tony. Love should have brought you home last night. Okay. Anyway, who you hung up on? <laughs> oh, so you just gonna you just gonna go off the script? Okay. Tristan. What you mean, Tristan? Wait, you over there? He's like attacking with- me. He's trying to make me rub him. <laughs> Tristan, I cannot do this right now. But when you rub him, he's thinking, okay, he's into this. No, but I'm not. I'm just trying to be nice. Tristan, come here. Sit down. He must. He must, It's that time. I told you. He must be taken back outside. Oh shoot! All right. So tell us. Do you want me to go first or you? I mean, mine is really short. I really don't have one this week. As you all have been witnessing, I'm basically dead during this recording. But um, I am. I'm, I just wanted to shout out, really, all the hardworking people out here. Um, earlier today, I was talking to one of my homegirls on the phone, and she was just kind of telling me about just the different stuff that she's been going through. She was in the hospital for a little bit. She was out of work for several weeks. She thought she was going to get paid through her work benefits. Um, the insurance company ended up denying her. So all this time that she was in a hospital not working, they're not going to pay her. Damn. Now she's back to this motherfucking job that could give two shits about her. And also just having to deal with like all this bullshit you know, from not getting paid and being overworked and overlooked and disrespected and just all the stuff that we deal with in the workplace. So I just want to really just shout out all the hardworking people um, who are listening, who are not listening. Um, just keep pressing on. 
Yeah. Just keep doing your thing because you you're not alone. You're not the only one. And you I mean, you hear us each week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like talk about our struggles and, and talk about the things that we're going through because we know that there are people out here who, who can relate. Yeah. So yeah. true. So this is a hung up. I mean, this is a, what the fuck? Oh my gosh. You tired too. I'm not well. Okay. You're not well. <laughs> I had my white woman meltdown. I've been tired ever since. Okay. So I've been tired since like 11 a.m. Okay. Come on, white woman meltdown. <laughs> so this is a work in progress, but I am hanging up on other people's rubric to measure my personal success. And I just wanted to encourage everyone to do the same. I think so many times we stifle our passions because we're not sure how they're going to be perceived or received by other people. Yet in between, excuse me, in between the times of insecurity, we actually take risks, right? We pursue our passions and we make ourselves proud. But sometimes those proud moments are not always going to be shared or supported by your peers. Some people are going to think your shit is whack. Some people are going to think you're not on the right path. Some people are going to advise you to do something else. And that is absolutely okay. I think now is the time more than ever, especially in my 20s and your 30s when things are so unsure, to really stand for yourself. Set your own markers of success and be proud of the things that you have accomplished. Pat your own self on the like back pat yourself on the back you know what i mean because at the end of the day like people may not rock or fuck with your vision but at the end of the day they won't be able to deny that you had a vision in the first place and you followed it and while they're watching you follow that shit what are they doing (laughs) critiquing yeah and not having a vision of their own. I was about to say. So, fuck with yourself. While you critiquing and looking and observing, yeah. you ain't doing nothing. And I think this no podcast action. is and such a testament. work. It's dead, okay? But this podcast is even a testament to the fact of really fucking with yourself. The fact that, like, it started off as one thing, completely died, came back as something else. And Come honestly, on now, for we, the resurrection. And you, like, honestly, Eric, I have to affirm you. And just, like, in this space, you and I came up with a different vision and maybe lost some people along the way. Yeah. But there have been other people that have m- messed with this so hardcore that like those people who left didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. I think of like my own things that I, you know, seek towards and I may have some insecurities of like there are some people who aren't here for it, but then there are some people who rocks with it heavy. Ignore the people who don't rock with you, rock with yourself. And then slowly but surely, you will gain that momentum. Yeah. And that's all I have to say. I saw a post earlier today on social media that was like, trust the people who don't follow you, follow your every move. Okay. While well, you're not following theirs. You like my glasses? I haven't Message. used that one in a while. <laughs> you like my glasses? Message. <laughs> well, kittens that have chickens. Oh my gosh. From chickens, kittens and to chickens. chickens. Yes. <laughs> This has been another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P. Ryan. And I'm your boy E. And you can find me at E. Dante Cole on Instagram and Twitter. You're so tired, but I love you. (laughs) You can find us both on... I'm tired? Damn. You made it sound like that was some shade you were throwing at me. My nigga, are you not tired? I'm exhausted. And as soon as we end this... (laughs) You getting out, and I'm taking Tristan wow. on this last Kicking walk. Kicking me the fuck out. I'm going to bed. I do hope you get some rest, because Friday, Friday's the last stretch, and I know you have a long day. Um, 
You can find us both on Twitter. We have a paper due at midnight. Don't worry about me. And it's probably not going to get done at midnight because it's now 10. And by the time I get home, it'll be... It's now basically 11. By the time I get home, it will be midnight. So, talk to you later. Um, (laughs) Great. (laughs) You can find us both on Instagram and Twitter at H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. That's Hung Up Pod. And Eric. And don't forget to rate, review us, all that good stuff. And like we said earlier today, you can actually do it on Facebook. A lot of you have started to follow us on Facebook. I sent out like a blast of invites. I'm going to keep doing them. So cute. Just to get more people um, involved. We do not do a lot on the Facebook, but we post our shows there. And y'all can post the topics you want to hear about. Yes. And follow us on Instagram. Um, We pop in. Do we have a Gmail? Yeah. What is it? Oh! At gmail.com. Love should have brought you, bro. You home last night. You should have been with me. Should have been in my Gmail. By my side. Baby, if you cared anything for me, then love should have brought you to me. <laughs> that was so horrible and when I listen back to this I'm gonna be pissed I hope y'all enjoy our little moments y'all I mean but by, by now y'all should know our love for music yeah and our love for Tony Tony we love you Tony hey Tony <laughs> tell the people bye Eric peace out y'all bye that ain't going nowhere we about to get this party started and we gonna stay in your friends room cheers to the girls weekend cheers, cheers. you better watch those b words yeah. baby you better watch those yeah. when you